Welcome. You are listening to a broadcast by Barnabas Foundation, your trusted partner for smart and powerful generosity. And here is your host, Reverend Philip Leo, Director of Church Communications. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining us today for our online training uh, from Barnabas Foundation. My name is Phil Leo. And I'm the church guy from Barnabas Foundation. So glad to be with you. So glad to spend a few moments uh, this after, this morning with you or this afternoon, depending on where you are. We're going to be talking about free and fast wills, a win-win for your church. My guest today is Jim Baki. He is the executive director of Barnabas Foundation. Jim, thanks for being with us here today. Good morning. I'm thankful for uh, you putting this on and for having some friends join us. Absolutely. And uh, Jim and I are actually just across the hall from each other. If I, I think if I crane my neck, I could probably see him. Uh, no, we but are we're social distancing, distancing and, and all, all the rest. Um, so Jim, I have to tell you that uh, when we landed on this uh, title for this training, Free and Fast Wills, from the day that we landed on it, I kept thinking of the Fast and Furious uh, movie uh, sort of series. And I... I do not like any of those movies, but all I could imagine, you know, this is where the, uh, the race cars where they're jumping over buildings and things like this, all this crazy stuff. But all I could imagine was that somehow uh, you and I were going to be given really fast uh, sports cars and we're going to be able to race. But I don't think that's going to happen today. No, you're dreaming, Phil. You're dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> but it does kind of sound like it, free and fast wills. Uh, yeah. We do, this is a new uh, service from Barnabas Foundation. We are excited to be able to roll it out. We're excited to be able to roll it out to churches. Uh, we recognize that churches are, are uh, sort of their own particular thing in terms of how services from Barnabas Foundation work. It's not exactly the same uh, as, it comes to, uh, when it, as it comes to our member organizations. So that's why I wanna have this conversation. How does, uh, how will this service relate to churches? How can you share it with your leaders? Um, how can you best make use of this resource uh, for your churches? So uh, Jim, let's dive in and let's talk about what free will is and why this makes a difference, why it matters for church leaders and for churches. Okay, well, let's start at the top. First of all, every person in your church is a steward of some assets God's entrusted. They have the opportunity, because of our laws, to pass those assets on to the next steward at their desk, but only if they put their instructions in writing in the proper way. Uh, and the reality is today, about 60% of people in the U.S. do not have a valid will. And of those that do, a significant percentage of them have, are, have wills that are outdated or really don't match their current goals and values. And so there is a need for the people in your church to make sure that they have a valid will, that if something, if God calls them home, uh, when God calls them home, the assets that he's entrusted to them are passed on to the next steward that they want them to go to. Uh, so the, the question then is, you know, who is it going to go to? And here's the amazing thing. There is a huge transfer of wealth that's happening right now. And for many churches, with, especially with older congregations, there's an opportunity for a church to receive some of the largest gifts it's ever received. And, and if you will simply invite your people to consider updating their wills and including your church into, in it, 
these gifts, uh, gifts will come to your church. The, the people that are making these wills, the only question that they have when they're making the wills is what will the church actually do with these funds if we have them? And that's probably a topic for another session. But if you, if you encourage people to update their wills and encourage them to consider making a gift to the church and tell them how you will use the gifts that they make, uh, people will make gifts to your church. So I think it really matters. This matters to your church, both from just a stewardship and caring for your people perspective, but also a fundraising perspective. You know, uh, one, one of the conversations that I have uh, with pastors um, when, I, when I'm talking with them is about how important it is in today's ministry context as we think about where the church is today, what the challenges uh, the church across North America and really around the world face, um, how, uh, how does ministry get funded and the importance of multiple streams of funding for church ministry. And so that's one of the uh, reasons that I want it I want church leaders to connect with this resource because uh, it opens up the door for another stream, an, an important stream of funding for church ministry. Uh, what I find is that um, it doesn't always click or sometimes in church ministry, we don't have time to be thinking about these kinds of things. Um, there's not, you know, we just don't have the bandwidth for it, but uh, this is an important stream. This is an important thing to pay attention to. Exactly, and, and one, I think one of the concerns uh, most churches, uh, church leadership has is they don't want to be seen as you know, trying to grab this money or right. you know, being, being self-serving. And so uh, one of the things we love about this service is it, it enables you to tell about a service and share this with people and encourage them to start thinking about this without a hard uh, request, would you include right. us in your will? Right. Uh, that can be done alongside, but this is a separate service. Whether they include the church in the will or not, right. completely irrelevant. This service is available to them at no cost to them. Yep. Yeah, right. And I think that's the important part of sort of free and fast, right? Uh, this this thing about a will that I know I should uh, uh, have taken care of, but I haven't. Um, there's a lot of unknowns about it. Um, plus, there's probably some expense to it that I don't really want to lay out. Uh, so it's free and it's fast. It's a service that churches can say, look, this is available through Barnabas Foundation. Take a look at it and make use of it. So I really love that. Um, so let's, let's uh, get into a little bit of the nuts and bolts of how this works through Barnabas Foundation. Uh, how, does it, how would uh, someone access free will through Barnabas Foundation? What would be the steps uh, for that? Oh, and before I forget, I have been prompted. I have my little note here and I forgot. Uh, there's a little Q&A uh, tab or icon at the bottom of the screen there. If you have questions uh, for Jim and are, are understanding how this works, please don't hesitate. Uh, type your questions in. Uh, we're, we're happy to be interactive and have uh, a live chat about this. So let's talk about it, Jim. Uh, how would this work, sort of nuts and bolts from, from A to Z? Uh, so uh, let me first start and say that most people who want to create a will We'll go to their local attorney and have it prepared. And that is our first uh, uh, recommendation. But there's a group of people who, for one reason or another, just aren't going to go to a lawyer. Uh, either they can't afford it, they, they don't have it, they feel like they can't afford it, they just can't get around to it, uh, or whatever the reason is. 
And so free will is a service that enables them to walk through a very simple process online to prepare a basic will. Uh, for some, at the end of that process, they'll print it out, sign it in front of a couple of witnesses, and have their will completed. For others, they'll realize, uh, this is not, uh, there, I have more questions in my mind. And so it becomes a catalyst that helps them realize they really need to visit with an attorney and have their will drafted. So, uh, uh, so whether they actually prepare the will or it is a catalyst, that's great. But what we really like about free will and why we've partnered with this or with this organization is that uh, in the process, there's an invitation to consider a gift to ministries. This is very important because according to tests that have been done in attorney's offices uh, uh, around, the, around the world, just simply the, ask, the act of asking people if they'd like to make a gift to charity in their will doubles the likelihood that they will actually do so. And so through this process, they aren't required to make a gift in their will but uh, to charity, but that's part of the questionnaire. And uh, so we, uh, we believe that just asking that question will increase the likelihood that they'll make a gift. Now this is an online process. They come to our website, they leave their email address with us, and they'll, then they'll be given a link to the free will site. And then once uh, they're on that site, then they'll work through this process. It's surprisingly quick and simple. And at the end of the process, they can print out the will for signing, or they can take it to an attorney for uh, further review. If they want to connect with an attorney, the site also has links for attorneys that focus their work in the area of estate planning, so they can work on that. Now, I, I want to just make a couple of disclaimers here and say that uh, Barnabas Foundation is offering this free will as a complimentary resource, uh, but we make no claim to the legal sufficiency of the will that's produced. Uh, we're, we're comfortable with the company, but just because somebody does this does not mean that they're going to fill it out uh, uh, properly. They have to follow the instructions explicitly. Also, we are not a law firm, and so we cannot provide legal advice. And so if somebody is in the middle of this process and calls us and wants to get legal advice on this or prints it out and wants us to review it, we cannot review those documents. This is a service we're providing for educational purposes only. And we want you to want people to know that in this area, we're not practicing law and we're not providing this as a legal service. It's an educational service that, uh, fr uh, that free will is providing for them. What I'm going to do, Jim, here a moment is, uh, if you allow me, I'm going to just share my screen. Okay. And uh, I want to just go to that page on uh, BarnabasFoundation.com. There it is. And uh, here's the page that Jim was referencing. There's an introductory video from Jim. Uh, there's a short form there. Uh, when you send the email or when you put your email address in, then uh, what comes back once the, once the form is completed then, Jim? Uh, so then uh, the individual will receive a, an email back with a link for uh, the free will site okay. where they can start the process. Okay. Yeah. And it's important to, it's important just to, to note what Jim was saying is that uh, what's unique about this experience through Barnabas Foundation, this experience of free will, 
through Barnabas Foundation is that there's a mark or a stop uh, in the process that asks about giving to ministries that are near and dear to your heart. Uh, and uh, of course, many people uh, really want to leave a gift in their will for their church. So that's, uh, that's really, really unique. Um, uh, also, it's important to note that it's uh, free, right? And uh, Jim, how are we able to do this at, at no cost? So what, what, well, how does that work? Well, we made a, a decision to make this service available to uh, Christian Reformed churches and all of our member ministries so that you could offer it to your constituents. We pay free will for a special portal where we can provide additional information and encourage gifts to our churches and other members. And so we, put, we pay a flat fee to free will so that no matter how many people use it, it's the same cost. Uh, so we encourage all of you to direct your members uh, who don't have a will to try it out. The more the merrier. We really hope that, uh, that you will use this, your people will use it, and whether they actually print out a will and sign it or just as a catalyst to get them to go to their own lawyer, uh, we think either one of those things will be good. Uh, now, uh, as you said, Phil, Barnabas Foundation makes no money on this uh, uh, or any gift that people make to charity. It's a service that we're providing for our members because it really makes sense, especially for younger families or for people who either refuse to or just can't get around to or can't afford to meet with their attorney. Yeah, you know, we, we get requests from churches uh, regularly and what, and what they ask for is language for how people can re uh, leave a gift in their will for their church. And I, about two weeks ago, I had a conversation with a pastor and he said, you know, we provide that language, but once they have the language, it's hard to know how to help them with that next step of actually uh, completing a will. And what I like about this is that this is the next step, right? This is the next easy step for completing a will. And the part about leaving a gift in your will for your church is built into it. So it's a really nice solution uh, for, for churches uh, when it comes to planned gifts and, and gifts at a will. Let's talk about, uh, I, I just want to make sure that, that we make a distinction here, of course, because uh, Barnabas Foundation uh, from its very earliest days has had planners that work with families and uh, really smart strategies for planned giving and for leaving gifts in a will. Uh, what, what's the connection sort of between free will service and our planners? Can you help us draw those distinctions, Jim? Uh, thanks for asking that, Phil. This is an important distinction. We still meet with hundreds of families each year to discuss their estate plan, some business succession planning, or other ways that they can reduce tax and increase benefit to ministry through uh, an estate gift or some other kind of planned gift. Uh, what we realize is we can't meet with everyone within our constituency. You know, we've got hundreds of churches and hundreds of other ministries with thousands and thousands of, of supporters. And so we want to meet face to face with as many as we can, but we also want to make sure that we're fostering uh, estate giving in other ways as well. And so this is for that group of people who we can't get to uh, or who either, either because geographic limitations or, uh, or 
for whatever reason, don't want to meet personally with us, but we can still assist with uh, pre preparing a will. Uh, Jim, we have a, uh, another question that came in here from Roger. Uh, he's asking, are there other estate planning documents that are available at free will besides a will? Yes. In fact, uh, this is important. The, you know, in addition to the will, you need power of attorney and power of attorney for healthcare documents. And those are documents that uh, free will be, will be providing. They also are uh, uh, providing documentation for making gifts from your IRA directly to charity during lifetime. And so that's coming. Uh, if it's not already on the site, that will be available as well for uh, directing gifts from IRA, uh, from IRA accounts to charity. And then they're working on their, I don't think it's operational yet, but they're also planning to have a, uh, a trust creation process as well for states where revocable living trusts are really preferable over a, over a simple will. Uh, Jim, I have another question from Roger. Hey, Roger. Uh, here it is. I'm just going to read it. Are there any issues for a will or other state planning documents related to the state or province that I reside in? Does free will accommodate uh, those differences or make, make uh, uh, yeah, plans for those or provisions for those? So this uh, just, uh, I know that, that the Christian Reformed Church has, has churches both in, in uh, Canada and in the U.S., this is a, to my knowledge, this is a U.S. service only, uh, but uh, the will documents are approved and they have the provisions for every single state. And so these wills are approved in every single state. And depending on what state you're living in, the requirements for that state will be embedded into the document. Uh, so they, they have made provisions for it because it, all of these uh, wills are controlled by state law. So it is... Uh, they have made provisions for that. Cool. That's pretty handy. Uh, so let's think about churches a little bit more. Let's think about how this plays out for churches. Uh, let's talk, uh, maybe even brainstorm a bit about how churches might uh, go about promoting this uh, to their members. That's, uh, again, a different sort of thing for churches. Uh, let's begin with what resources we have available. And uh, maybe we can brainstorm a, a little bit about strategies for how to go about it. Uh, so why don't you start, Jim? Well, I'm, I'm so pleased at, with how our marketing team has been working on these materials. And, uh, and, and we hope that you can share these with your members. So first of all, if you aren't distributing uh, the, the quarterly piece called Generosity Today, I want to encourage you to do so. Generosity today is written with the goal, uh, simply, simple goals to encourage your people to consider ways they can give to the church and other ministries close to their heart. We simply want to spur on generosity. Uh, obviously, in some cases, Barnabas Foundation can assist with that giving. Uh, in some cases, we're, we're not needed. And so that brochure is to simply say to your people, consider... Um, different ways you can give and giving in ways that's more tax efficient uh, than maybe just writing a check. So if you aren't distributing that, we encourage you to send that out. You can either print it out and put it in church mailboxes or forward the link uh, or forward the doc, the PDF document. But uh, please distribute that to your people. Uh, 
uh, the free will service will be promoted in generosity today on a regular basis. Uh, second, we have a one pager on free will. If you'd like to uh, do a kind of a mini campaign in your church to encourage people to do it, you can use this one pager. We also have a, a, a small little buck slip that can go in an envelope. So we have materials. We also will be promoting this on our Facebook page. So we have materials that you can then leverage to promote with your people. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Um, you know, I had a conversation with a pastor a week or so ago, and he was, he was saying to me, you know, I see the, the resources, the trainings that, that you guys offer at Barnabas Foundation. He goes, I watch them. Um, I sometimes don't know what to do because I know like if I give it over to uh, our deacons or whatever group, uh, the stewardship committee or something, I don't know for sure that they're going to make use of it. I don't know that they have the time um, to be able to get to it. And so I don't share them. And I, I really appreciated that comment and I was thinking about it afterwards and I thought, what if, what if um, uh, you as a church leader took this podcast or uh, a link for the video after we put it on Facebook. And what if you thought of one individual in your church could be somebody in an official capacity or somebody that just has a heart for this kind of thing in your church and you shared the podcast or the video with them and then just ask them for their opinion afterwards in terms of if that sparked any ideas for them. Uh, I was just thinking in terms of, you know, sometimes when you hand things over officially, um, they may or may not get done. But when you do things informally, uh, it maybe has a little bit more influence. And so think about, I'm just thinking personally in terms of strategies for, uh, for sharing this resource. Think about somebody in your church that might enjoy uh, this training and then follow up with them and just ask them what they thought about it. I really think uh, that uh, sometimes it just takes a, a champion in the church uh, for this kind of thing for, for news to get out. Uh, Jim, any thoughts in terms of uh, promoting it? Any more thoughts in terms of promoting it? Well, I think you're exactly right. If this, if this idea has a champion uh, who will take the initiative, then it'll, it'll go. If it's just another thing the pastor has to promote, it's, it's not going to go. You know, we need pastors to support it and to... Um, make mention of it, but it's, I think you're right. It's important to have a champion. And um, if, you know, if you, if you find someone who's a champion in your church that really wants to promote estate giving, free will is just one piece of that. And, you know, we would encourage you to look at promoting a legacy foundation uh, so that people who want to make larger gifts can, can give to a foundation where they know how the funds will be used. Um, uh, there may be a, a number of other things you want to promote through through this estate giving through a, a, a estate giving promotion, uh, but this is one tool for for you to kind of initiate uh, the process. So I have a couple more questions coming in, but one thing I want to just on this note, I want uh, another strategy or another thing to think about if you're a pastor or a church leader. Um, go to our website, access free will through our website and experience it for yourself. See what it involves. Uh, that way it gives you some firsthand knowledge of it uh, when you're talking about it and promoting it to others. So a couple questions. Uh, one from Jim. 
Uh, and I saw one earlier in terms of maybe, uh, maybe the, uh, the person who posted this missed this. That there was a question of, uh, is this on the Canadian side and U.S. side? And Jim had talked about that. This is a U.S. product uh, only. So I want to make sure I talked about that. Uh, Jim is asking, is this available only online or is there a way that people without internet access can do this? No, this is a strictly an online process. Okay. I, I am aware of, of one uh, family where uh, the people who needed the, the will were not, uh, were not online and a family member just took them online and in a matter of 15 minutes had their wills prepared and printed out and signed, uh, ready to, for signature. So uh, it is an online process, but if someone doesn't have online access, uh, find a friend to help them out. Okay. Uh, here's another question from Sunlight Church. Hey, Sunlight Church. Uh, here's the question, Jim. When one meets with a planner, how much information, uh, sorry, I can't see the, do they need to bring? Uh, account numbers for IRAs, CDs, other personal information. Well, let me tell you about when you meet with a planner. Um, our goal is to help uh, you look at everything you need to do for a thorough estate plan. And so the more information that we, that you can bring, the better. Um, uh, most people will provide a financial statement or we'll walk through that. We're going to talk about the people that you want to plan for. We'll talk about your property and then we'll talk about the plan. And uh, not many people, uh, you, you know, we don't share that with many people. And so you need to understand that when we walk into this meeting, we recognize we are entering into sacred space and we recognize that this is 100% confidential. And so in the beginning of our meetings, we start out with our four key principles. And that is number one, this is confidential. We're not going to tell anyone. Number two, uh, we're not going, we have nothing to sell. We're not going to try to sell anything. Number three, we uh, uh, are, are not going to, to charge anything and we're not going to ask for anything. So we're, we're not uh, asking them for, for gifts. We're not charging anything. We're not selling anything. And it's also completely confidential. So when uh, we walk into uh, relationships and share that information, most people then will just share their full financial statement with us. But we do recommend you do that if, if possible. Uh, Jim, it's free and fast wills, a win-win for your church. Uh, we did not get to speed around in fancy sports cars, but we did get to share uh, this tremendous uh, value. Uh, I see I'm being pointed out here. I'm trying to move this over here. Something is coming here. Oh, oh yeah, I think we did that already, right? <laughs> you look like you're looking into the sky for a message from an angel. <laughs> you know, uh, we've switched to the Zoom format for these, so it's a little new. But um, no, Jim, I think we're good. Thanks so much for this. I'm, uh, I'm so happy to be able to share this resource with, with churches and look forward to engaging with uh, church leaders around this and seeing how God uses it to, uh, to extend his kingdom. So thanks so much, Jim. Thanks to everyone for joining us today. Uh, God bless you, and have a great week. Thank you for listening. This audio has been brought to you by Barnabas Foundation. 
learn how we can help you experience smart and powerful generosity. Visit us today at www.BarnabasFoundation.com.